Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. The First Amendment tells us about how our freedom of speech is protected. And, of course, we're not talking about just speech. It's been recognized that speech can be other things, forms of expression. So if you want to go down to the town square and do an interpretive dance about what you think is wrong with the world, um, that's probably going to be a form of protected speech, despite the fact you can do it silently. Okay, so ironically, a mime, (laughs) their performance could be, could be a form of protected speech. And so James and Scott sent me notes. Steve, check out this. It's it's an update on a story that you recently did. And the question is, is honking your car horn a form of protected speech? And it could be. It could be. But the U.S. Supreme Court just declined to hear a case that would have really addressed this head on. So. This is from CNN. John Fritz wrote it. Protected beeps. Supreme Court declines to decide if states may ticket drivers for honking a car horn. And uh, this all goes back to 2017 when a woman honked her horn in protest. uh, And she said that it was a form of protected speech by the First Amendment. But the Supreme Court just said we're not going to hear the case, which leaves the lower court ruling standing. And that was the Ninth Circuit, which had ruled against her. So... The appeal was brushed aside. The woman's from California. She got a ticket after honking her horn to support a group that had gathered outside a congressman's office. Though the ticket was later dismissed, she argued that the anti-honking law itself was unconstitutional. And so it's interesting because the Supreme Court could have said, well, we're dismissing this because she lacks standing. Uh, They gave her a ticket. The case was dismissed. Now she's appealing. What's she appealing? But... They do sometimes let people do that where they can appeal something that even though she's no longer facing any harm from the original charge, she could say, I'd like to honk my horn in the future. So her attorney said the car horn is the sound of democracy in action. <laughs> that's, what, that's what her attorneys wrote in the appeal. The attorneys at the First Amendment Coalition said the beeping a car horn can be protected speech in many circumstances, such as when drivers are celebrating a World Series win or indicating support for a candidate waving signs on the side of the road during the morning rush hour. And I would have gone with honking a car horn. I wonder if that's a regional thing, beeping a car horn. Of course, beeping sounds less loud than honk. During the 2020 campaign, the president frequently held drive-in rallies because of the pandemic, where applause was often replaced with the sound of blaring car horns. And, you know, I can tell you right now that um, I've seen people walking a picket line, and they're holding up signs and waving, and people will honk in support. There's no question. But, of course, where is that taking place? Is that at the entrance to a factory parking lot? Or is that in front of the mayor's house or somebody like that? So some 41 states, including California, have laws that limit the use of a car horn to traffic situations. So in other words, the horn is on your car. You can only use it in traffic for specific purposes. Maine bars any unnecessary use of a horn. Well, that right there, my friends, ain't going to fly. Because I'm going to claim that my right to free speech is necessary. Oregon prohibits beeping for anything other than giving a reasonable warning. Now there's a question. The laws are different from noise ordinances, which may ban honking at certain times and places. The prohibition at issue in the appeal um, would be categorical, barring the practice everywhere. And so that's the issue here. The Supreme Court has ruled that protected speech can include more than spoken word. In 1969, for instance, the court ruled that black armbands worn by students in protest of the Vietnam War 
were protected by the First Amendment. California officials said the anti-honking law was justified by an important interest in traffic safety, ensuring other drivers aren't distracted and cause an accident. Besides, the state said, uh, the driver's ticket here was ultimately dismissed when the sheriff's deputy who handed it to her failed to show up at her court hearing. It's not clear how aggressively the law itself is ever enforced. A three-judge panel of the Ninth Circuit sided against her last year in a two-to-one vote. They found that beeping a car horn can be expressive conduct, but that the state's law was justified by traffic safety implications. And I, I think what's going to happen if this gets modified in the future is they're going to take a look at the old time, place restrictions. And it's not the content, because that's what will always get in you trouble. Oh, you can publish a newspaper. You just can't publish anything I don't like. Um, <laughs> okay, that's kind of fly. But if I say, oh, you can honk your car horn all you want. You just can't do it between the hours of midnight and 6 in a residential neighborhood. Unless there's an emergency. And you can understand why a rule like that would exist. But the idea that there is a protest going on right there. Right there. You, you can't see it because it's right there. Protest going on right there. There are people with bullhorns, people chanting, all kinds of crazy stuff. Hey, hey, LBJ, you know. <laughs> it's an old one, but a classic. And people are chanting and, and bullhorns and, and making noise, and you drive by and you honk your horn. You're adding to it, but it's not like you're out of context. I mean, that's just, that's just, that, that would fit in more than anything else. <laughs> I'd be more concerned with the cars that are going by quietly. Aren't, aren't you guys upset? Look what's happening over here. So I, I'm a little disappointed the Supreme Court didn't take this up and because they could have addressed it. They could have gone in and said, okay, it's going to boil down to this. Okay, And the question is, it's going to be contextual. If I'm driving down the road, I'm just laying on the horn so I want people to get out of my way. And later on, I go, oh, I was doing a protest against the situation in Nicaragua. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> but if it's near a, a, a rally, if it's near some picketers, if it's near some protesting students, if it's, if it's something like that, you go, oh, that, that, I, I get that. I get that. And by the way, does it really hurt anybody that I honk my horn a couple times? And again, at 3 o'clock in the morning in front of my house, I'm trying to sleep, yes. That would be a problem. However, someplace else where a bunch of people have gathered and they're already making noise and you add to the noise, I don't see a problem with that. I don't. And I think that should be protected speech. So it appears that that's kind of what the Ninth Circuit was saying. And the Supreme Court, by refusing to hear that, will leave that as it is in California. And as John Fritz so wisely points out, now we again have a situation where 50 states each have their own rules and uh, it depends on what happens in your state. So will somebody ever take this all the way up? Possibly. It reminds me of the people who flash their high beams or flash their lights, depending on what time of day it is. But we've all seen this before. You're driving along one day on a nice country road <laughs> at exactly the speed limit, and somebody flashes their lights at you. And you go, oh, I wonder if that means there might be a police officer over here. So you slow down just to be on the safe side because you're already doing just the speed limit. And you come over the hill, and there's a cop with a radar gun. And you slowed down because someone flashed their lights at you. And we've heard of stories before where people got ticketed for flashing their lights in traffic because you were creating an unsafe condition through the misuse of your headlights. 
No, you weren't. You were signaling somebody, hey, there's a cop ahead. And so I've seen people who are ticketed for both the flashing of the lights during daylight or flashing their high beams at night. But of course, people flash your high beams to let other people know, hey, your high beams are on. And sometimes they'll let you know, hey, there's a cop up ahead. And by the way, at that point, you've got to take a guess. Are my high beams on or is there a cop up here? So you do both. <laughs> you check your high beams and you slow down. And there's also the story about the guy who stood on the sidewalk down the street from a speed trap and held up a sign that said speed trap ahead. And the cops came by and go, what are you doing? He goes, what are you doing? They go, well, you're interfering with our operation. And he goes, you're down there. I'm over here. I'm holding up a sign. I'm not even honking my horn. I'm, I'm holding up a sign that says speed trap ahead. I, I, you do your thing, I'll do mine. And, of course, he's got the right to free speech. And there is a speed trap ahead. It's truthful what he's saying. And so occasionally you hear these stories about the police who get upset by that when, you know what you do at that point? You go to the other side of the road and point the gun the other way. And then if this guy moves, go to a different road. Guy's not going to follow you around all day long. But the point is that he's got the right to hold up that sign all day long and twice on Sunday. So <laughs> the question is, are the honks and the beeps protected? The Supreme Court has declined to decide if states may ticket drivers for honking their horn. James Escapo, Senate, CNN, published it. John Fritz wrote it. Thank you very much. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Don't find fault. Find a remedy.